You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I think Jimmy is broadcasting from Saturn's third moon. (laughs) Do you have any idea how expensive it was to get here? (laughs) I I put a tweet out just a second ago, and I know I've already joked with you about this on a a text chain, but that lawyer looking like a cat filter (laughs) thing is the funniest shit I believe I've ever seen because – the, the cat's eyes follow his eyes, and it's just yeah. so damn funny. I just – I'm losing it. I, it's only 38 seconds long or whatever, and I and I lose it every time, man. <laughs> and I, and I, I see, can't get well, your image I out don't of me. And see, I don't think it's funny, or I don't think it's that funny, and I don't laugh. Not because even though technology-wise I'm likely to do something that foolish – because of COVID and the fact I am a practicing lawyer, I've been on <laughs> 600 Zoom calls with judges since last March, and I don't find any of it funny at all because I'm like, how can I laugh at something that is the death of me? Because I am Zoomed to death on those judge calls. So uh, I do appreciate my local judges, and if any are listening, hey, guys and gals, By the way, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. I'll talk about them in just a minute. Uh, But Alabama drove their way to victory last night. Uh, I say last night, again, let's just all admit our podcast is uh, not very time sensitive. Um, We don't. (laughs) Hey, we were right, though. We won. We both predicted we would win. Yeah, I think um, your, your score was a little closer to mine. I'm not going to be that fan. I'm already seeing Alabama fans bitching about getting a win on the road in the Southeastern Conference in basketball. And I'm like, guys, it's too early. You can't do that yet. We've got got to be good for like four or five seasons in a row before you can bitch about winning on the road in the SEC. You, you, You just can't bitch about it yet. We have to just take this dub and go to the house. That's how we do this now. We're trying to get out of here with an SEC championship. It's crazy to me how our fans – and, and I'm bitching about so few. I, I know that the vast majority of our fans understand the historical significance of what we're doing, but winning the SEC is a huge, huge accomplishment. Wimp did it once. Mark did it once. We're going all the way back to, what, 1982? Wimp did it once. Mark did it once. That's it. We need to be – if we win the SEC regular season and then lose in the first round of the SEC tournament to Texas A&M and lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament to Florida Atlantic, it's been an unbelievable great year. But will our fans see it that way? Probably not. No, and again, that is basketball being tainted by football success, especially after we completed what is arguably – the greatest college football season of all time in the middle of a pandemic and basketball. People are going to believe this, that we peaked too early. 
nobody's nobody's paying attention to the fact that our arguably our best player is uh, dealing with back issues. That um, oh, who's that? Uh, who's that guy that was in Grumpy Old Men? Walter Matthau. He's got Walter Matthau back issues. That's how bad Herb Jones's back is. And um, then, that's, that's hilarious because it's it's so easy to see. Whenever you see the look on Herb's face, it's like, yep, yeah, that's a buttermaker from the Bad News Bears. <laughs> well, then um, he also we're also dealing with the fact that a guy who was coming into his own like playing very well for us, being sort of a glue guy in Juwan Gary, playing in his home city where his he grew up about 10 minutes away from the very building he was in last or two nights ago or whatever damn day you're listening to the podcast, he falls awkwardly on his shoulder in what should have been called an offensive foul but wasn't. That's fine. I mean, sometimes they miss him. That's fine. But And then we're also missing Jordan Bruner, Oh yeah, and don't forget about our seven foot three point specialist and Alex Chiku. So yeah, look, we're we're hitting a bit of a wall, people. That's 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 to be expected. But we're surviving and advancing. Let's let's take a yep. moment and wrap our arms around this bunch. Yes, they pissed me off uh, against South Carolina some too. Yes, they made stupid mistakes, and yes, I'm going to maintain this until it actually happens. Herb Jones should be sitting right now. I know it will affect our depth, but he was a turnover machine, and it, it, more often than not against South Carolina, he was a liability. I appreciate his warrior mentality. Love the guy. Want him on my team forever. I hope that they pass some rule that Herb Jones never has to graduate. At the same time, right now, he's very hurt. He's not injured, but he's hurt. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, Nate's obviously not an idiot. As a matter of fact, Nate's smarter than all of us put together. But uh, I, I think I think it's obvious after last night. It, it was obvious before, and I think you want to do what Herb wants to do. It's sort of people that really know sports know this. Okay, here's a baseball analogy. Your, your ace starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's an ace. He's one of the best in the big leagues. He's paid a lot of money. He's a guy you trust. And in the sixth inning, you think he's getting tired, and you think maybe it's time to pull him. But he's your ace. He's a veteran. He's someone you trust. You just look out from the dugout to the mound and say, you want to come out? When he says he wants to stay in, he stays in. And that's what's going on with Herb. And that's okay. That's how sports works. Herb has earned that. But at some point, the coach has to say, I'm still the coach and we're making a move here. And, and, and I think that's what we'll see. I honestly think that's what we'll see. I, I, I honestly believe, and I could be wrong and we'll see. Maybe he makes a miraculous recovery. But I honestly believe Saturday at 2.30 Central Time when we play Georgia, I, I don't think we'll see Herb out there. I, I, I think – I think he'll sit at least this game against Georgia. That's my feeling. Um, it, it could be dependent on a few things. I mean, it, it might, uh, rightly or wrongly, be a little dependent on how uh, the the game for Missouri goes tonight at Ole Miss. What if 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 it really would have helped Alabama had Arkansas went ahead and lost at Kentucky? They won rather controversially, but they won nonetheless. So. 
now Missouri's got Ole Miss, and by the time you're listening to this, that game's over. I understand all that shit, but we're trying to talk as if you don't know the outcome, so pretend. Ten like. Um, and so anyway, I think that's going to be interesting. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about rockauto.com as my email alerts keep coming through. And I, I mean, it's nothing important. It's all crap. Uh, but Rock Auto is not crap. It's awesome. Go to Rock Auto. I did find out something. I've been telling you folks for a while. You can get fuzzy dice there. Apparently, you cannot get fuzzy dice. I'm literally typing in fuzzy dice um, to uh, their, their search engine. They do not have fuzzy dice. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad they don't because that would be sort of like saying, hey, you know, we, we don't have that. But if I knew how to spell chassis, I would type in chassis, and I bet you they have chassis. They got windshield wipers. I know that. I just typed them in, and they got everything. Like, as soon as you start typing in W, I, and D, it autofills all these things like vehicles or Windsor models, 6-72, whatever that is. If you're a car dude, you know what that is. They got tools and universal plans, bell weather strip or slash window scraper seal, a windshield washer pump, windshield washer nozzle, all these things. I don't know where they go. I'm not really sure what they do, but Rock Auto does know what they do, and they will help you. They will get you the right part, and they'll get it at a price that you cannot believe how awesomely cheap it is. So go to rockauto.com. We would really appreciate it. And when you eventually check out, just put some, somewhere in there say, hey, I heard about you from Locked On. We would appreciate that. rockauto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. Also want to tell everybody about betonline.com. Look, at, just to show people that I go there, I'm going to betonline.com, betonline. Uh, excuse me, betonline.ag, betonline.ag. I need to probably edit that. I'm not, but you know it's betonline.ag if you've been listening to me. Betonline.ag is where you need to go uh, tonight, for instance, in games that you already know the outcome of, but I'm going to tell you anyway, they've got Rutgers and Iowa. Here's the thing. I'm looking at their spreads. They got the, they got the straight up point spread, which is uh, Iowa six and a half. Then they got the money line, Iowa minus 285, and the over under at 151. But I'm looking over here to the left. You can bet on they've got football, NCAA, NFL futures, NFL regular season futures. They've got basketball galore, NBA, NCAA, NBA futures, NBA player futures, Australia, Russia, South Korea, Turkey. You know I'm a fool for Turkey basketball. And that's why I go to betonline.ag when I click on turkey basketball because that seems like something I would bet on it. You can bet on Jainzatep BB or or Manzapur, uh, and it, I, don't be shocked, but Gianzatep is BB is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I just knew or Manzapur was going to be favored in this game, but it's five-and-a-half in favor of Gianzatep, whatever that is. But you can bet on it if you want to. Go to uh, betonline.ag. They've got player props. Other sports, I'm looking here, Australian rules, cricket, cycling, darts. Man, whatever you want. You can play poker. Go to betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On. you get a 50% bonus. That's the way to rock. They've got simulated sports you can bet on, man. It's bananas. You can't ever get bored at betonline.ag. Easy to pay in, even easier to pay out. Betonline.ag. Jimmy, <clears throat> okay, let's go back to basketball. I will just say this about that live read. My God. Now, <laughs> on with the show. <laughs> I know this. I mean, if I'm betting on Turkish or pull, I mean, I'm finding, where Trevor, I'm finding where Trevor Rilliford is playing basketball, and I'm betting on him. I don't care what country it is. Uh, uh, you can do it at betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. 
Of course. You um, so let's go back to Alabama, South Kakalaki for a second. Um, again, a win is a win on the road in the SEC. And right now it is just a race to get all the wins we can. And, and really at the same time, pull for Arkansas and Missouri to lose right now. That's the goal. And ironically, Arkansas and Missouri play each other Saturday. Um, now, this win, we will take it, but let's also admit South Carolina is not very good. Let's also admit, man, we were sloppy with the ball. I mean, we've got to yep. straighten this up. And I don't, I don't understand how we continuous, continuously are that sloppy with the ball. What is, what is uh, up with that, Jimmy? Uh, well, here, here's, I, I, to me, the answer is always personnel. To me, the answer is always personnel. And the way I look at it is, we really only have one true point guard, one true ball handler, and that's Quinterly. And he's not playing a ton of minutes because he's not playing that great, uh, you know, in terms of his all-around game. He's still got the best handle on the team, and he'll still turn it over from time to time. But he's the only true point guard. When Quinterly's not in the game, then the ball handlers are Herb, who's tall, Petty, who's tall, Shackelford, who's clearly not a one. Primo has some one in him, but he's really playing the wing right now, and he's tall. And what I mean by tall is I think 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guys, it's kind of tough for them to be, to be the primary ball handler because when they dribble, dribble the ball, for instance, the ball goes up kind of high because they're tall guys. It's, easy, it's easier to pick their pocket. Cornerly is the best ball handler we have and he's not playing 30 minutes a game. I think that contributes to the turnovers as much as anything because Petty, Primo, Shackelford, Keon Ellis, the other wing guys handle the ball almost the whole possession, and they're taller guys, and they just don't have the handle. So I think some of it's personnel. But that said, it's also coaching, and I'm not I'm – not, Getting on Nate, I'm just saying that uh, we got to figure that out. Um, does Penny fall down more than any human that dribbles at the same time falls down? I mean, and I don't mean this. I'm not trying to make a funny, but like when he drives, it's it's fifty fifty if he's going to make it to the bucket without falling down, and that's just not his game. I think he wants it to be his game. Um, you know, he wants to be like this dual threat. I can, I can drive in on anybody kind of guy, but he's a spot up shooter, man. And that's, you know, that's, right. that's what he's, that's what he's been his whole career. And that's what he's made himself out to be. He can get in there and rebound and he can get in there and defend, but he and Herb both. Now I, I'm going to uh, chalk up Herb's dribbling issues to his hurtness. I mean, it's not an injury. Yeah, right. It's, it's hurt, you know, um, I'm going to chalk that up to that because he is dribbling high and he is super sloppy right now. And he's getting these crazy, silly fouls. And I think your theory is correct that he's, he's too, whatever is costing him half a second is that half a second that wouldn't normally get him a foul. And now it's getting him a foul. That's exactly right. When you're, I mean, the difference between a great defensive play in basketball and a foul is an eighth of a second. And when your back is hurt, what the hell do you think is going to happen? There's no way you've retained your quickness. There's no way. So that's why I think Herb's great defense has turned into just a foul of Palooza because 
he just he just doesn't have the same quickness. And as far as Shackelford driving the lane or Shackelford turning over the ball, I, I love oh, it. Here's the thing, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. yes. I said yep. I said Petty is I mean you said Shackelford oh, you mean we can talk about him too because yep. he had some issues. No, but, well, but I, was well, I mean Shackelford. I'm I'm at Shackelford. When Shackelford drives the lane, there is great entertainment about to happen. He's either yeah. going to make some circus shot or he's going to turn over the ball and the other team's going to have a, a, a run-out dunk. And I'm sort of borrowing this, I'm sort of borrowing this saying from, from football, but it's like when Shackelford drives the lane, one of the bands is soon to be playing <laughs> because it's going to yeah. be like great for the home team or great for the other team, but Something big is about to happen because it's just guaranteed excitement, and uh, we sort of need to fix that to me. But, yeah, Petty, Petty when he drives a lane, is just going to fall down. But on, on the other hand, Petty is great. Petty is my favorite player. I have every reason in the world for him not to be my favorite player, and he doesn't typically fit the profile of what's usually my favorite player. But I love me some John Petty. I I, he's one of my all-time favorite players, and nothing is going to ruin that for me. And even though there are games when he turns it, like last night, he was the player of the game per the uh, per the announcers on SEC Network. He was the player of the game, and I think he turned over the ball eighty-four times, and and he was but still he also, the player. He also of the game. led the comeback. He did. He did, and I love the dunk the dunk put back because it's like, did Petty just do that? And but but I'll forever love Petty for this. He has ever. This is why he's my favorite. There is every reason in the world as to why he's a prima donna. Give me the ball. I'm going to put it up from anywhere. Uh, but what I love about this guy is he came in as and, and I mean this lovingly. He came in as an overrated five star. He never should have been a five star. That that's it's a guy true. who. The basketball industry screwed by by telling him he's a five star because that that's not what he was or ever should have been. And I think he's learned in his career that his path to the NBA is that hard hat. It's that blue collar thing. It's playing defense. It's rebounding because there are some things he'll never do really well. And for that reason, he has to make it up by doing other things extremely well. And he's learned to do that. He, he's a dramatically different player as a senior than he was as a freshman. And the reason I like him so much is here's a guy who's changed his game to become one of the best players in the SEC. Is he the greatest three-point shooter in SEC history? No. Is he the greatest three-point shooter in college basketball right now? No. But he's a really good player because he does so many things. And those were things he wasn't doing as a freshman. I, I, I love how he's improved himself and obviously taken criticism and turned it into an asset for him. And uh, I hope he has a great career, and I hope it's in the NBA. But if not, he'll make a lot of money playing pro basketball somewhere. Yeah, I like that. You, I mean, because I'm, I'm glad you finished it over that last sentence. It's like, I hope he has a great career. And, and it'd be great if you were playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean by that is Penny's so good now. He's so good now. He, there's a spot for him in Europe making a lot of money. 
But, 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 I hope it's in the NBA, and I think it can be. And two years ago, if he, two years ago, when in his sophomore year, if you suggested he'd be in the NBA, I would have ridiculed. I would have just ridiculed whoever had that opinion. Because no, I'm, I'm he with was you. not. He was not an NBA player as a sophomore. Absolutely not. But he might be now. And it's not because all of a sudden he found a shot. It's because he plays defense and he's long and he's, he rebounds and he's a leader and he'll pass to the open guy. That's why he's an NBA player. Jimmy, I need to tell everybody about Built Bar's new uh, coconut brownie chunk. Jimmy, you got your samples in, didn't you? I did. Uh, I did, and I love them. And, I mean, I I like them more, just like you. I like them more and more now. I mean, in terms of, like, I loved them from the beginning. But now, I if I, if we run out of our samples, I buy more because they're they're very good. Uh, I, I I feel a protein kick from them. Like I'm sure it's not the healthiest thing in the world because I'm not the healthiest guy in the world, but I'm sure it's not what a doctor would recommend. But in the morning, if I'm in a hurry and I'm like, oh man, I slept 20 minutes too late and I've got to get to the office and I don't have time to fix breakfast, I grab one or two Built Bars and they will fill me up because I, I feel that protein. But at the same time, they taste good. And at the same time, I didn't just eat two Snickers bars. Because at my age, at 51, I turned 51 this week. At my age, if I eat two Snickers bars for breakfast, I ain't going to live to see 53. But, no. uh, but I can eat a couple of Built Bars and uh, feel fine and get to work and then, then uh, feel good about my calorie situation oh. until I get to lunch and I can then eat a healthy lunch. So I love my Built yeah, Bars. Yeah, I love Yeah, Built Bar is awesome. This new flavor is ridiculously good. Limited time offer. Go check it out at BuiltBar.com. Guys, look, I'm not screwing around. I've been telling y'all Built Bar is awesome. You need to go check it out. Use promo code Locked On. I'm really not screwing around now. This coconut brownie chunk one is so good. It, it's so good. And it's so it tastes like a great candy bar, but it's a lot healthier for you. Why are you not already? You should be listening to this podcast with your mouth full as I'm reading this aloud and going, I'm already eating it, Luke. And that's how that's how good this is. This should already be working. They don't need me. You just have one and you'll get it. Go to builtbar.com. Why are you making me so angry about this? Go to builtbar.com. B U I T B U I L T B A R.com. Don't piss me off. Um, I know everybody, everybody just made you really mad. It was totally understandable. I'm mad. All right, Jimmy, Jimmy, for this last segment, we'll just keep it on, on the basketball theme because, you know, it, it's, I got some football stuff to say. Okay, well, I was going to say I do want to give a shout-out to a couple of folks basketball-wise. I want to give a shout-out again to Keon and Ellis, who may have had the dunk of the year. It kind of went under underappreciated in the game, but he went up for a dunk, and, and South Carolina had blocked a lot of our shots because we're kind of small right now, especially with Gary out. He went up for a dunk, and you could see the other dude coming, and I thought, oh, this is about to get blocked. Keon Ellis found a way to get around him with the ball and still dunk it. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> Keon Ellis then flexed, didn't get back on defense and gave up a layup, but I'm kind of willing to forgive that for this particular moment. I love Keon. I mean, I, uh, did you – did I dream this or a few podcasts ago? Did you compare him to Latrell Sprewell? I did. I love it. I mean – Man, when you said it, you opened up my eyes there. 
it reminds you know when Latrell was a junior, he's a JUCO from Three Rivers Junior College. I remember because me and Latrell, we were, we were at Alabama at the same time. We're the same age. When he came in his junior year, which was my junior year, uh, he was all defense. He was long. He hustled. He was an athlete. He was fast as shit. That dude would run up and down the court like he was Usain Bolt. He was fast. And he played hard because Wimp made everybody play hard. But what Latrell couldn't do well was score. Uh, he, he wasn't much of a shooter. He wasn't much of a scorer. But he played so hard, and he was so good on defense, he was an asset to the team. Then his senior year, Latrell shows up, and all of a sudden, he throws up a ball near the basket. It goes in. Latrell turned into a great shooter and a great scorer his senior year. That made him a first-round pick because he was nearly a first-round pick on defense alone as a junior. But then once he became prolific offensively, then you're like, holy crap, this guy can be an NBA star. And then he literally became one. I'm not telling you guys Keon Ellis is going to have the same track because there's no way to project that he'll turn into an offensive player like Latrell did his senior year. But in terms of his junior year, it's scary. They're, they're very, very similar as juniors. It would, be, it would be so much fun if Keon kind of became Latrell next year. But uh, I'm glad to have him now. What a great athlete. And he runs and he plays hard, and I really root for him. And he's, he's becoming one of my favorites. There's no doubt. I, when he gets, in the, gets on the floor, I get excited right now, like in a, in a very uh, non-sexual way. Don't worry. Well, let's uh, hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> we might have to cut down the built bars. Keon, Keon's like, Coach, don't don't put me in. I see that Robinson boy out there in the um, uh, <laughs> So I also want to give a shout-out to Alex Reese, who's – look, he, he had a couple of bad shots. He had a, a bad running uh, three-pointer that I thought was just a bad shot. But he also had a block of a dunk. Now, they ended up getting the ball back and yada, yada, yada. Don't care. Reese is playing – really really well right now he also had a couple of threes he made he's he's playing very well had a nice backdoor cut led to a layup um and also josh primo beginning to find his stroke a little bit he took a very ill-advised shot towards the end of the game i'm going to chalk that up to youth um it was about a 30 foot three pointer with 14 seconds left on the shot clock shouldn't shoot that because we had the lead at the time and no need for it but that being said no, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't hear you for a few seconds, but uh, no, I'm here. No, my, my thing about Primo is this, and I love Primo, and I think he's the most gifted kid that plays on this team. In terms of the kids we put on the floor, Primo is the most gifted. Therefore, he's ultimately going to be the highest draft pick. My concern for Alabama and Alabama fans, and I guess it's the nature of the NBA right now, is this. Primo's going to have like – five-game stretch at some point, or he scores 30, like five games in a row, he'll score 30, and then he'll go pro, and then he'll be gone, and we're like, holy shit, did Primo even play here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's what I see coming with him. He'll have this little streak where it's like, holy crap, this guy is good, and it'll be five or six games, and then it'll be, uh, wow, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what Jimmy, I mean? That's, that's what I, I feel coming. I know what you mean. All right, now here's what I want you to do. Um, since you got football stuff and we're running out of time, I want you to uh, run down the football stuff. 
Well, I just, you know, there's been a lot of good articles written on AL.com and BOL lately about our scholarship numbers and things like that. It's got me a little excited about next year's team. Again, I'm still celebrating last year's championship, but I'm a little excited about next year's team because there's going to be some new guys that will be playing significant roles next year, and that always that's why I love college football. I mean, the NFL's great, and I really enjoyed this NFL season, and I'm a sports fan in general, but I love college football the most, but, and one of the reasons is, you know, new guys cycle in all the time. It's always new kids to root for. So I'm really you just Matthew McConaughey. You just Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused college football. You <laughs> That's get right. older. I'm getting older and they stay the same. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Continue. What I just did. So, uh, new guys: uh, Javon Baker, Treshawn Holden. Uh, very excited about them. Offensive lineman Pierce Quick, Darian Dalcourt. Uh, very excited about Bryce Young being a full-time quarterback, Jace McClellan maybe being the starting running back. Let's see who makes a run at the starting cornerback position opposite Josh Job. maybe Ronald Williams, maybe Speedy Banks, one of the best nicknames on the team. How about Jalen Moody, maybe stepping in at inside linebacker for Dylan Moses. Maybe we'll see more snaps on the defensive line for Jamil Burroughs, who quietly was playing more and more and more snaps at the end of this past season. Really excited about new names that we'll see this spring and this fall. And uh, these are all promising players. So I'm just sort of getting excited about the 2021 Alabama football team. And as crazy as this sounds, like, no way. Yeah, spring practice starts in about five weeks. Jimmy, I had me on mute. That's my fault. That's on me. Um, What I said was. I knew what it. I said was uh, that I'm 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 having football withdrawals myself, and um, that uh, I did just get to see Tom Brady very drunk coming off the. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't that great? That that was fun. I mean, he was drunk as a bicycle. Oh my god! But I he love was it. I love it. I love and and see, I've always been a, a Brady fan, but I love him more than ever because even though he's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived and maybe the greatest player in the history of the NFL, we got a little glimpse today of hey. Brady's one of us. Look, He's one of us. Nobody's immune to alcohol. It's everybody's <laughs> kryptonite. It's just some people can can drink more kryptonite than others. That's what it boils down to. Right? Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I loved it. And uh, you go talk. Does anyone deserve to be shit-faced today more <laughs> than Tom Brady? Does anyone deserve that more than Tom? So you go, Tom. You go, Captain America, and uh, sober up tomorrow, and uh, feel free to celebrate for the next 30, 45 days. Long ways till next season, so you, you do it, Tom. You you guzzle that avocado tequila right out of that Lombardi trophy. Um, and by the way, he that can't be the real trophy they threw from one boat to the other over is. Tampa Bay. It can't be, though, right? I mean, that has to be. I think it was. I think it was. Dropping the crystal ball type of thing, right? When you're worth $480 million, do you really worry that you're going to dunk the Lombardi trophy in the (laughs) Gulf of Mexico? You could pay somebody to free dive to go get it. Who gives a shit at that point? You just chunk that Lombardi trophy as far as you can throw it 
and then tell the world you're going to go win another one next year. Yes. Yeah, hey, say, don't worry about it. I got another one coming. It's all good. <laughs> no, I loved it. And, uh, Again, I'm a Brady fan, but I'm not a Brady groupie. I mean, I'm a Brady fan. He's, he's the best that's ever done it. But today made me like him more yeah. than I've liked him ever. I mean, like, he seems so normal and fun today. Oh, he, he did. It was fantastic. I I, I love the dude. Um, all right, Jimmy, we're going to run out of time, so better say uh, – and plus I got to edit a lot of skips in this thing, apparently. if they, So if it skipped, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know what to tell you, but it skipped. And uh, until we get this intern figured out, which we haven't, uh, Wyatt Fulton – Wyatt the intern. We're still trying to – you're the – I'm a little worried I mean, about the legality of this whole – I'm a little worried about the legality of this, and I mean that on about ten levels. We but, have, uh, but, we're the only two people who can fuck up free labor. <laughs> We will. We will find a. We will find a way to where it will not happen. But we will, nevertheless, figure out a way to make it all amusing. I hope. Uh, God, I gotta. I guess I gotta edit the F word. I may not though. I just hope there's no kids listening. I guess my kids have heard it, but I'm, I don't know if everybody else's kids have. Um, okay. Basically, you just basically you just threw the Lombardi Trophy into the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, roll Tide. Roll Tide.